This is the Search Hustle Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and share the methods, tools, and experiences that we handle every week as digital marketers working with SMBs, franchises, e-commerce, and startups to help them grow their business. I taught at ORU yesterday, uh, two, two lectures, and I was handed all these cards from the students with questions, additional questions, and I thought they were very, very interesting. So... I could answer them myself, but then I looked at over at Dusty and I thought, you know what? He's a pretty funny guy. Let's get some of his takes. Oh, He's I thought you were going to say businesses. I was wise and smart. He's so, like, really funny. <laughs> no, I'm just it's, funny. Yeah, okay. and so... Um, Pressure's on. He, he's owned a business. He's been a business owner. He's kind of walked through some of these things that you guys will have to walk through. Dave, our lead developer, went to ORU, got a uh, engineering, sound engineering degree uh, to be a full-time musician, studio guy. He's our full-time web developer. Um, so he's a graduate from ORU as well. So let's just go through these questions. I'm going to cover every question that was given. What was your next step right after you got your MBA? Um, I don't really look at life as steps. I just look at life as one continuous escalator. I was in motion when I got my MBA, and if you know anything about physics, objects in motion stay in motion. I was in motion when I got my MBA. You guys yeah, have any? That's uh, I remember you working on your MBA and us producing music together yep. for a local television show that got picked up That's by right. uh, National. That's yeah. right. I so I was getting my MBA to promote my my music. I, I just knew I was making music but really didn't know how to promote it, run it like a, a true uh, business owner in the end um, that vehicle need just it was just a vehicle music is just a vehicle yep. you know it's just a, a product and 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 we're building a product or a service depending upon what end of that is um and I, it was just me learning some skills i you know i eventually pivoted from that from that vehicle being yeah. a musician in a band i think that brings up a good point just about fluidity right yeah. like you're saying staying in motion but like there isn't a multi-step process to success <laughs> 16 for steps. anything yeah 16 no it's just Stay in motion. Yeah. Get in motion, stay in motion. Stay in motion, yep. Okay, what is the best advice for future future business owners? Uh, Dusty? Um, to start a business. Yeah, that's it. Just start like, Literally, I started a business with zero experience in the yeah. industry. I just got on YouTube. YouTube and, University. Yeah, I call it YouTube University because I do not have an MBA. Or a bachelor's. Or anything. Or an associate's. I barely graduated high school. You do have a certificate of hard knocks. I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> knows that consulting school of marketing, <laughs> basically. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I just, you know, if you have a drive for it and if it's something you love to do, it's you're going to learn how to do it and you're going to try to master that craft. So, yeah, I yeah. was telling them uh, future business owners, two feet in. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to do something, then put two feet in and you, and um, – Burn your boats, burn your supplies to get back. Only take the supplies you need to get to the other side, and you will get to the other side. And surround yourself with people that are going to help push you to be better. Yeah. All right. What is the best advice someone has given you? Uh, I don't have a clue. Do you guys know? I read a lot of books. I get a lot of advice from books. People, I can't think of humans that have given me advice, but I can think of books that I've just... Mm -hmm obnoxious amount of advice I've gotten from Can from I give authors. a biblical principle? Is yeah. that free on That's this podcast? Um, in in Psalms, David always looks back to, he can't see where he's at right now and how he's going to get through this situation, but he can always look back and see, oh, I've been, I've been through 
stuff just like this and God got me through it. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in business, it's a lot of times is celebrating, like looking back and celebrating where you are now. Like if you can get frustrated with even our company, like growing pains and those kind of things. But if you look back to where we were two years ago, this is amazing. You yeah. know, like if, mm-hmm. and so if you celebrate those wins and you know, like, Hey, we had to figure milestones. it out then. We had to figure it. We're going to figure it out now. Yeah, like, celebrations, set up milestones, set up memorials. I think the other side of that coin is the scientific side, testing. For me, that to me, like my business experience is, and what we've seen success with is never stop testing. Yeah, you just you try everything. Hypothesis making, hypothesis yeah, breaking. Exactly, and that's how we've stumbled onto some amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's how like, anything in the planet things. is yeah. stumbled upon. Exactly. I think I would take Psalms, and this is how I would say your Psalm scripture. I would say um, a boat captain sets off across the ocean, right? You don't see the other side, and you won't for 90 days. Yep. Or you won't, you won't for a long time. How are you going to be certain that you're going to get there? You're going to do the same things every day with accuracy. And you're going to know you're going to get there because you've done those same things with accuracy every day. And guess what? You're not going to see the other side for a long time. I think the Bible takes it even further and says, celebrate those wins, celebrate those weeks, celebrate those, um, you know, the leagues of the ocean that you've got across. Yeah. Okay. And so the question we just answered is, who's going to carry the boats? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) David Goggins has entered the chat. What is the difference between web design and graphic design? What do you think, Dave? Oh, my God. Oh, well, uh, to me, I think web design is about... Please don't laugh at the questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. Seriously. Uh, it's so rude. Okay. I'm, a, I'm an uneducated. I apparently don't know why this is a smart question. <laughs> it is not. Graphic design. But, <laughs> but they don't... This person know, doesn't know the I difference know, here because I, they don't I live in the language yeah, like we do. Yeah, sure. So when you're thinking about graphic design, you're thinking more about branding, right? You're thinking more about... Appearances, images, images yeah, fonts, foundational pieces that you want to have in place before you get to the web design Your, part. Uh, principles. Yeah. Are these the principles of design. Design. Yeah. And the web design part is more about user functionality. And in our world, SEO is baked into the web design process. That's what I and care about the design most. design is too. Yeah. With images sure. and the logo and But the I depend on the branding information more for that now than we used to. I yeah, think starting out, heavy. yeah, if you're doing it all yourself, right, you got to marry the two of those and try to run with it at the same time, figuring it out. But yeah, there, that, that, to me, the difference is branding versus experience. Like user web experience. design versus graphic. For me, graphic design, I think Photoshop Illustrator. True. Web design, I think HTML, CSS. Yeah. Um, HTML being images and text and yeah. CSS being modifications of animations. Um, anyway, okay. Well, and you need both yeah. because you yeah. can be a good web designer but build things that people do not like to look at. And yeah. so you need that to marry the a good graphic designer with you to yeah, build yeah. something that's functional, usable, searchable, <laughs> and then but also has something that is very engaging for a user. Yeah. Should one's social media be public or private? Um, ones like an individual's yeah oh I think it should all be public yeah you just don't, don't post stupid stuff be who you are you are only you and if you're trying to lie to anybody else about who you Says really the are the guy that doesn't actively use Facebook how are you supposed to network LinkedIn LinkedIn <laughs> oh, I'm on LinkedIn how are you LinkedIn. supposed to network is the question how are you supposed to yeah. network if yeah. it's private 
Um, my, my question is, is we're, I mean, my answer is, uh, we're a web development company. Yeah. This is a weird question for a web. De- yeah. How do I know what your profile should be public or private? However, if you're trying to brand yourself and create a network through social media, well then obviously the answer is, is public. Yeah. Well, and no kind of marketing is going to beat word of mouth. And if you're hiding yourself from the public, yeah. nobody can like tag you and share you and, and tag you, share promote you, you, promote you. you know? Be honest about deal. who you are. Don't try to say yeah. you're an expert when you just graduated. And a lot, be- if, if you're honest about who you are, people... People These are, are doing business Dave. with you. These are freshmen. Give them yeah. some years. Yeah. yeah. People are doing business with you, and they're going to be flexible. Like if they like you and yeah. you make a mistake, Likeability. you're okay. Yeah. Like you can work. You can make it work. Make That's it right. Right. But so, how do you hold those standards so that social media is a healthy outlet? Well, we're talking about branding. Right? We're talking about using it to brand to network. Uh, I think you're looking at social media and people that abuse it and consume it like <laughs> junk food at 10 right, yeah. p.m. You're, you're right. Sh- be intentional with your social media. How social about media have some discipline? Yeah. yeah. How about y- it's a discipline? You're you're talking asking us about a discipline problem. Mm-hmm. We're talking about using social media media as a mm-hmm. vehicle to meet, greet, brand network and and have credibility social yeah. proof as a social proof it yeah. sounds like they're asking can i should i have a kevin durant burner account where right. one, one account is promoting me if as an athlete you grow your business do it the All other right, account so. yeah. is test it complaining about whatever this. works test it. <laughs> test it what would be the best intro to the digital marketing world and then the next question was an internship what do you think Search hustle. Oh yeah. Search hustle Search online hustle. training. Yeah. Searchhustle.com. You wanna that's an intro for you right oh, there yeah. to that. That is one. all things digital yeah. marketing. Uh even take uh Meg's class if you're at a university, look for a digital marketing class, look for an internship class, look for just marketing classes. I think internships are the way to go. You're internships. Gonna, you're gonna People are people are gonna not turn away free work and somebody who wants to learn or cheap and work. those turn into jobs and, and you're not a competitor so, at that point. Yeah. No. So the barriers are down. You get to see the inner room, and and they don't look at you as like their next competition. Right. Internships right. are just so. And fun. find find a local business who's mom and pop shop who needs help and start putting it into practice. Immediately, immediately at the same time. What do you want to do? Spend thirty time. grand, you know, on, on college learning or. 30 grand on your living expenses and like come work with us for a year. Yeah. If you have 30 grand and you want to come work with us for a year, we'll take you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you pay us 30 grand. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what is a good company to start off uh, after? uh, What is the current? Are we telling you what company company to start? To start (laughs) off of per digital marketing. I don't know. How do you get contacts and customers starting out? Go find local businesses with horrible websites. Every time I walk into a local business, coffee shop, bakery. No, just don't even think of marketing like they're trying yeah. to get into marketing. Just how do they find customers and contacts in general? Anybody. It's Talk. called networking. Talk. It's, it's called, called meet somebody yeah. new. Give stuff away for free. Meet know? somebody new. Guess what? Yeah. You're going to keep meeting people, and guess what? Your network will If build. you've got a skill set, you're good at Photoshop or graphic design, you've been making logos on your own you walk into a business that you like their products their food their coffee ask them say, who does hey your graphic design? who's the manager i Can love I talk your business I, yeah. love your, I love your uh your look who does your graphic design yeah <gasps> nobody no hey and, what do we do uh hey i love your business who does your website yep yeah we don't do that right but i want us to yeah, yeah. I, like whenever you walk into you know mcdonald's <laughs> I, I want you to be like <laughs> i love your, your brand <laughs> who does your marketing yeah okay 
Uh, <laughs> no, but like I, I talked to a sales guy, you know, Billy, one of our sales yeah. guys. He he says he walks into um, a, a shop and he says, you know, I love your business. Uh, maybe it wasn't Billy, but he says, you know, who's who's supplying your engines? Yeah. I thought, why wouldn't we walk into every business and say, exactly. I love your business, who's who's doing your digital who's, marketing? Who does your website? Yeah. So, like, you know, if you're somebody and you want to start and you need contacts, you walk into wherever that place is and says, I love this, who does this? Yeah. And then I'd say over-deliver Crack when you the ice. do it. Over-deliver. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh, over-deliver. It's all about over-delivery. What's the hardest part about working in digital marketing? I think it's all pretty easy. I think it's your boss. No. Yeah. <laughs> I boss. Shots fired. <laughs> I, um, I think it's... The what? hardest part of working, I think it's all pretty simple. It's yeah. called working. I think it's, it's just communicating and keep like Okay, here's the hardest part. If you're not a lifetime learner, you don't belong in the space. 100%. Because it changes all the time. Yeah. And so for me, it's not hard. But I'm thinking if I wasn't a lifetime learner and if I wasn't a consumer of this knowledge, that would be the hardest part. Yeah. So since we're all like love consuming, love learning it. It's pretty simple. And I think going back to enjoying what you do. Enjoying you enjoy what you do. it, it's yeah. not work. But I'd know. say the other thing. The Company which, culture, too. Like, oh, if you work yeah. at a place that you just hated people. Like, you remember when you were oh, yeah. for that, that one school? Yeah. And you just enjoyed everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good times. Now, the other piece, I was going to say communication, which William kills it on the client side, but, uh, like. Not on the team side. You can say it. Right, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on the client side, like communicating with the client versus expectations. So like if the client wants managing expectations. Yeah, managing expectations when they want the sky and the moon and the stars and you're like, "No, no, no, this contract is only the no, clouds." You paid for a donut. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you paid, yeah, we're going to give you a donut. You paid for a donut. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Managing expectations, managing, you know, having a good communicator I think makes marketing easy. Of course, it all starts with me. I'm the I'm the top learner in this office, and everyone else is just trying to follow suit. So mm-hmm. everybody's just trying to learn too. I think if you get with someone that has in marketing, if you get with someone that has a lot of the qualities that you're wanting, it'll make it easy. Cause, you know, they'll pull totally. you along. They'll push you and pull you along. What would you say are one or two disadvantages in digital marketing? Disadvantages. Uh, I I I think the disadvantage is not having. There's a lot of lying companies out there that (laughs) can charge you a lot. Mm. How many times do our clients get like weird emails like, "Oh, your SEO's not working. You're not snake oil." Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got this request for people to write. Digital marketing (laughs) has a little bit of a bad rap because of these companies out there. Um, so disadvantages to digital marketing. Let's talk about. Uh, the situation we had last week where we found a website from a client that was set up with a forum yep. and all kinds of black hat SEO and like horrible backlinks okay. going out. For a business owner, if you're not mindful of who's managing your digital marketing, they can yeah. really mess with your business yeah. and your footprint they with could Google. They could destroy your business. They could destroy your business. That is, a, that is a disadvantage because the education barrier is not, you know, the business owners just don't have it because it changes right. so fast. And yeah. and we had another client that went off to somebody who sold them on a, this dream of a ranking number one for this key yep. phrase. And now and they went they down spend in the rankings. A buttload of money and then they go down in the rankings yep. and they're just way more than money. we ever charge them three well, times what we were yeah. charging them and now here we are the cleanup i love being superman though yeah yeah hey go to them makes you enjoy feel that good. makes you yeah. feel enjoy smart. them charging you 3x and then coming back to me and allowing me to now charge you 2x of what we're yeah. yep. and still have a good over time delivering on those and things. still over delivering and doing what we say 
What are the best places to learn skills for digital marketing? Search Hustle. Search Hustle. Internships. YouTube. YouTube, Yoast, Moz, Ahrefs, mm-hmm. SEM Rush. Just anyone with a software is a good place. If there's yeah. an SEO tool with a software, you're going to learn some things by starting to analyzing things. Totally. How do you grow your network with your mouth? Hi. Jo- joining Facebook groups. Joining Facebook groups, talking, LinkedIn. going to places, going to these ORU things or meet going to your groups. school meet- meetup groups, going to the, the College of Business um, events, uh, meeting people at or different organizations that you go. How do you grow your network? You grow your network. <laughs> Talk to people, find out what's important to them and find out. If there's an overlap, can now you these help freshmen them? don't really know what they're going to do yet, right? But you still grow your network at that point. Yeah, you're like a toady potent, right? You're right. a cell that hasn't just decided to be an arm or yet. Do <laughs> if you can't find a group, start a group of people who don't know what they want to do. Maybe you have a group of people who just know they want to start a business one day, have no idea what the business is going to be. Start getting together. Yeah, start testing ideas. Be your, yeah, be your own organize the group. Yep. Yeah. Help other places organize. Be, become things. Don't overextend. Don't do things that don't fit you. But right. just, you know, meet people. Don't, this is what I keep saying. Don't I mean, stay you're in your dorm in room a and class play video games all day. With, yeah. You're in a class most likely with 20 other people that you can be networking with right now. And you're in a classroom with second and third generation business owner children. Mm-hmm. These These kids are there because their parents are generational business owners, successful business owners, and they want their kids to have degrees. And so there are a lot of successful kids that are going to get out and inherit monster companies. And they're going to eventually get it right and be successful too because they've got runway. They've got parents that are going to make sure that they're successful. And you know what? Even if they don't get out and do become a second generation, they've seen it. It's in their DNA like I talked about in the classroom that I saw my grandfather run a successful business. I saw my dad and my uncle run successful uh, sole proprietor and, and businesses and run teams. I saw the ups and downs. I saw the reality of winning and losing so i was already ready for it like what, what other people think is hard i think is easy because i already just i live by murphy murphy's law if it can break it it's already broken yeah like it's already broken that's yep. cool let's just now we can fix it and move exactly. on exactly uh what is the best way to figure out if being a marketer is a good fit for you uh everyone needs to be a marketer I don't care what position yeah. you are in, you are doing some sort of marketing. If you you're the first line of, of communication in a business, you are a marketer. Like You're it, always marketing yourself. Your resume marketing. is marketing. Everyone you know? needs to be a good marketer. Yeah. Now, whether or not you get into marketing as a field, well, that's you know that's completely different. But everyone needs to understand the tips, the tools, the fundamentals of marketing because it'll just make you be able to command more when you have a job. It's going to make you more valuable. It's going to make it where you're the one of the last people to get rid of, even if your skills aren't on par because mm-hmm. you're a great brand asset. Yeah, if you're, if you're a freshman, go work for free. Come work for free for us. Just taste it. Just, Try just, it. just taste life and, and yeah. experience. And like, you know, I know it's tough to work for free. No one wants to do that. Are you ever mad? Like, oh, I'm so mad I learned how to do that. Now right. I just have the skill that I, I have. I have charged and- them an hourly fee for <laughs> what learn. they turn taught me. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what, you know, students do. They get charged an hourly fee and then, right. and then teachers teach them things. So then like, you know, you go to a business and it's like, it, it, it's just – 
it's roles and hats, and it's hard for you to be like, hey, let me come internship turn for you. Yeah. Because you really, if I was in internships, you don't know what the business owner knows. No. You don't know anything mm-hmm. as a fresh business degree. I remember showing up to my internship, my, my senior paper, my undergrad. I'm like, gave all these great recommendations. And then years later, I'm like, man, I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> should have just, I should have asked more questions, listened what they were doing, and tried to analyze what their wins and their losses were. And, and made recommendations off of feedback directly from them versus yep. what I learned in a textbook. And for us, if so. we're a company and we're looking at hiring a junior web developer, for instance, you know who we're going to look at first? Our interns. We're yeah, going to look at no people who, In-house. who already have gone through Search Hustle, who have gone through our way of doing things, who have know our expectations, know our, expectations our workflows. What books uh, do you recommend reading? Uh, everything you can get your hands on? Yeah. Just uh, objects in motion, stay in motion, start reading a book. Um, can't read, get an Audible membership. Get an Audible membership if you can't read, can't stand, just start consuming business, marketing. I mean, I have a list of them. If someone wants to email me, I'll try to list it off. But every, you, these guys will tell you, I'm always reading three books. I always have a stack that's about to be read. Um, I have stacks and stacks that I've read. and let's I would give them, say, Let's give them a, a title each at least. What do, what do we got? Dusty, what do you got? Well, I was just going to say, just going back. Intern with us and join book club. <laughs> like yeah, it yeah, just always club. comes back. Like I would say the Brower <laughs> Quadrant, the one I'm reading right now. If I never read another one, that has changed my life. But I, I, I say that with every book. Uh, but this one, if I never read another book, this one set me up where I needed to be. Nice. The next CMO wasn't bad. Flywheel was Fly, a good one. yeah. Turning the flywheel was, was great. great. When, when, I, when I was in college, I read a book called Maximum Achievement by Brian Tracy. It was just, you know, he's a legendary business book author and speaker. And that was extremely helpful for me for providing a framework for goal setting and achieving uh, said goals. So if you're struggling with that, like trying to find some structure, I, I recommend that book. Yeah, and then there's the Checklist Manifesto that oh, can help you with book. that. Yeah. And then um, when I was in college, of course, I read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Excellent. I read uh, some Ogmandino Richest stuff. Richest Man in Babylon, you so recommend So if you that? want to learn yeah. about finance and money, Richest Man in Babylon is a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, the Founder's Dilemma, The Entrepreneur. Um, there's another one that's something, a dilemma. Um, yeah, I mean. Harry Potter. Obviously is a great book. <laughs> What's the one you just had you just read? Launch. Um, launch is pretty got some pretty cool stuff in it. The entrepreneurial roller coasters got some really good stuff in it. I don't know. Every single book I've ever read has kind of uh, pushed me forward. But then, but I don't just read that. I try to read some other things. I don't read fantasy. I read books that I that are applicable and help me get smaller, smarter. And what I do with those books is I actually try to stop and employ the principles. Because what I find out is that even though the principle made total sense, I go try to apply it in the real world, and it actually doesn't ever work out exactly yeah. like the book says it does. But when you work through that and elbow grease it out, you then finally understand what the principle was that they were saying, and they're giving you an averaging, and averagings are never the truth because an average is like a middle number, and all yeah. the other numbers are not in the middle. Exactly. And so like, I, I always stop and try to employ those principles in yeah. life and to pull back the curtain every time William goes on a long trip and he which means he's read a new book which means he comes back that next monday with a new principle that we need to it's <laughs> to, so true, enact it's so true. Right now. that's a new video that i need to <laughs> get my kid to do because i want to solidify it somewhere yeah uh so what kind of flexibility does this career have realistically if you own a business that's the great part of getting you know through the weird phases of growth and bootstrapping and financial uh, risk and health risk and 
Um, then you have a ton of, of freedom when you have the right team. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the right team, you have no freedom. If you don't have good cash flow and you outspend your burn rates larger than your cash flow, you have no freedom right. and you have no peace. And so um, I think you guys could talk about it. You guys work in the space. We've got a crap load of freedom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Flexibility way beyond the, the boundaries of a normal job. What triggers me is when I hear that question, what I want – is to make sure that you're not asking that question to think that you can work. From this is bed. a passive income. I'm going to work one day a week and live yeah. off the beach. You're like that's what the dream is and what people view it on YouTube. I but it's that not uni- that. I call um, that a unicorn job. Yeah. Um, they are out there, but they are unicorns. Or you're going to be a marketing celebrity. You know what? Yeah. You will never get good at mar- yeah marketing celebrity. You'll never get good at marketing if you aren't working with a team of professionals. Like yeah. the the uh, ability for us. You know, Ryan here, our technical SEO guy. Um, he's always, um, I would say training other people in the office, but learning from other people in the office. Can I get an amen? (laughs) (laughs) Like the web developer, he, you know, Dave, he's always interfacing with Dave because, you know, Ryan is a technical guy, give him some technical things to look at. And, um, and that's what he enjoys. And, but then you've got the front end. And so you've got to have some connections there on how the two interface. And then you've got Dusty who's in ads all day and client repping and, and helping people to understand, you know, what what's moving where it's moving and so then you've got your ads team communicating with your web development team communicating with your content writers your content writers communicating with your researcher your uh it's just you know your your video guy communicating with your seo team to understand what you know how does this video need to be done to do better in in uh, vertical search so we uh, all still work we the flexibility is there i can go i could have went and played golf this morning and i had an opportunity to but i didn't you're a good guy because I was going on. We have on a lot of week. things going on. But we have yeah. a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> and um, But no one's stopping anyone here from going and play golf. No, yeah. because I can make I can work whenever. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I and don't I guess have that's to be the freedom. Here. So that's I guess the that's the freedom. You could work night, you could work day. Yeah. yeah. For me, I do like to see people and um, and it just, you know, rub shoulders with the team. And so who is someone you look up to? Uh you know, I'm only about five nine and a half, five ten, so I look up to pretty much everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I, I also live by a principle what okay, is the so. Michael Squ- Michael Scott quote like when he looked up to you like Jesus was third or something like that it, LeBron James okay so oh, yeah. here's a principle that I just realized <laughs> that I have lived by my whole life everyone is your master at something mm-hmm. find out what that is true and learn from them about that thing true yeah. so if someone thinks they're a master at everything well they're a master at nothing um, if someone is a know-it-all and thinks they know everything, they know nothing. Yeah. Now, someone is a master of something. Yeah. Everyone is a master of something. Right. If I can identify that, I'm always trying to soak that info from the yeah. person. That's, no, that's a, a good team. point. And the other thing is, like, don't put people on a pedestal. Sure, I mean, they may be a master at something, but at the end of the day, everybody, no matter who it is that you're talking about or looking up to, they're just a human being. Yeah. They have the same needs, wants, desires that you do. And so don't forget that. Don't paralyze yourself by putting too many putting a person so high up on a pedestal that you don't even interact with them because right. you are just seeing their social media their their yeah. one aspect their of their, their life brand. what they're wanting you to see yeah. you're seeing a brand so, yeah exactly <laughs> yep. what's the difference between email marketing and social media i didn't even know they were the same thing the difference email one is, is in like, emails 
Well, yeah, social media, you're you're depending on the algorithm and you're depending a on software, a software. Which could go away at any moment. It, and and does. You know, like your it your does stuff can away. just disappear can if you disappear. want. We've they had can, clients they can where, penalize you, kick you yeah. out. Email marketing, you will always have those emails. Yeah. As long yeah. as you don't abuse oh, and them. And you can direct build content. a fan base. You, you can build, build a community. A yeah, it's not even comparable. Yeah. What would you say is the most important skill out of all the skills mentioned? For me, it's uh, motion. Mm-hmm. Objects in motion, stay in motion, get in motion. Yeah. Communication. Communication's huge. Um, I talked about that with them in their class. I think always be learning, ABL, always be learning. If you're always learning and improving and committing, like when whatever you decide to do, you commit. Yeah. Like I think that it doesn't matter what skill you have. And you be have honest about where you're yeah. at in your skill set. Transparency, yeah. honesty. Oh my gosh, all great things. Uh, what's the difference of connectivity between email and social media? We just answered that. What skills would be valuable to build? I think that they must have sat next to each other. <laughs> what is your favorite medium of advertising? I'm talking digital advertising. I like Google because I can see exactly what they wanted. Yeah. I can see the exact search phrase that they put in there. And what is the, val- the value of learning Adobe? Adobe? Yeah. Adobe Suite. Adobe Certified. I mean, it's Photoshop, an industry standard. It, it, it's the industry standard. To me, it's a lot of business owners that don't know anything about graphic design or don't know anything about videography or and anything how like it that. Takes if you say you know Adobe, they're like, oh, you must know it. Yeah. You know, right. but but their suite also is super connected. Like Photoshop there, translates of, to Illustrator. Yeah. They both translate to After Effects. After Effects translates to Premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. of the principles. They all work together. It's a good work together. There, I mean, there's obviously other programs out there. It takes you a while to get it, but yeah. once you get it, like. But I think the name branding of Adobe is what really is helpful. Yeah. Why did you choose to come to ORU? Um, I felt like God told me to go to ORU, so that's why I didn't, I don't know, I don't know if I chose it, I just felt like God, you know, told me if I could get back into victory, because I did get kicked out of victory for fighting my freshman year, went to public school for two years, I reapplied back to victory like three or four times, the principal got fired, they let me in, (laughs) and I knew that if I could get back into victory and I didn't give it up, um, my dad did make me pay for it, which is a private school, um, and I knew if I get into victory, I, uh, somehow God would get, help me get over you. Got into victory, got over you. That was the best thing for me. Uh, super expensive school. Yeah. But it was a place that I needed with some rules to help me reset. I was forced. Good for you. No, I, I only snuck into chapel once or twice. Yeah, chapels were great. Yeah. Your parents forced you to go to over you? Yeah, in the beginning. Uh, and then. It, uh, but they paid for it. No. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> they force you to take on college debt. I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. For you. Uh, at some point, there was a, a an option when music got more and more serious to look at like full sale and stuff yeah, like that. But the sure. pricing was just astronomical. Yeah. yeah. At I full mean, sale was. Oh yeah. Well, back then, I mean, I gotcha. can't imagine what it is now. Yeah, I applied to Juilliard, and they said uh, William who? Yeah. No, oh yeah. I'm I, kidding. <laughs> I applied to uh, what the Chicago Institute of Art. Yeah. At one point, but yeah, again, it, it's it's so hard. The price of education. It's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Why did you choose digital marketing? I don't know. I think it chose me. It's because I mean, you. It's because you were running another business and realized you needed to promote your other businesses. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I, that got you into it. You realized the power of the tools yeah. that were. Available. That's one thing I've I wish been a I knew. Marketer in my DNA. Yeah. A promoter, I guess. Totally. 
And so I was just looking for what matched up against me, a promoting avenue. Whereas, you know, Dusty, you wish you had these skills when you were a business owner. Well, I wish I knew the importance of them. You know, like I just thought, Google ads, you just want my money. You know, but now I look at it, I'm like, son of a, I I wouldn't have had this. I would have had not had to sell my uh, business because I would have been making way much more money and I would have been way too overpriced for. That's a huge mindset shift when you think about the way we talk about it now versus like back then I was thinking like, I have to spend a dollar to make $10. Yeah. Like, I have seem... never had a problem with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just didn't know how powerful I am was. totally right. okay with spending right. money to make money because I just know that that's the yeah. reality. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally willing to do that, whether that's through advertising, whether that's through building a team, whether that's buying things from outsourced people. Like, But if you build that email list, you'd have to spend less You build less that money. email list and mm-hmm. your spending goes down, and then you spend more to get a larger email list. And yeah. <laughs> so is college really necessary to pursue a, pursue a business career? Um, for some people, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it was for me. It, it definitely d- helped me. I wish I had done it in less years. But it gave me some pretty solid foundational pieces that differentiate me from my parents who are also business owners. I needed those lessons. Some people have direct access to businesses in their families that really they could go in internship for the next four years. But they will be limited by what the strengths and weaknesses of those business owners as well. In that industry. In that industry as well. And And their personal motivation to learn on their own. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely um, person by person. What's the point of digital marketing? How is it impactful? What's the point <laughs> of digital What's marketing? The point of digital marketing is, is to, to be grow a marketing on the digital world. <laughs> <laughs> it is to grow yep. uh, impression loads, click loads, sales loads, lead loads. Sale, uh, well, just think of COVID. Well, who, who was affected by COVID? People who didn't have a digital presence. My, my, how is it impactful? Yeah. Uh, I would answer that with, uh, how is it not impactful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite but who, thing? Who, who, who grew through it? Well, we had clients Everyone that grew that through had COVID. A footprint. Everybody yeah. had a footprint. That grew. grew. Because yep. some businesses go out, and those that are there grow. Yep. Yep. Um, favorite thing about ORU when you're going through it? Honestly, off, I'm being fully honest, I loved the chapels. I love the chapels. That that just I loved it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, advice to the undergrads: uh, graduate, finish, you know, <laughs> finish what you started, or yeah. get out now. Yeah. Either uh, agree to mm-hmm. with yourself to go the whole way, set a goal and finish it, or realize that maybe you are that Bill Gates dropout, or you know some of these big people that already have a concept and an idea. Well, maybe you don't have to finish it four straight years in a row. Maybe take a third year and go intern somewhere mm-hmm. and just see if this is still the, the major you yeah. want. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I just, advice really has to come from inside. Like, yeah. how could you give a blanketed advice? Like, you really kind of got to write a roadmap of where you think you're going mm-hmm. at this point. It's certainly going to change, right? It's going to be something you want to write in pencil. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to change all the time. And are and, you doing the things and is that this will a, get you, you know, there? is this a landmark in that journey? Exactly. And if it is, then uh, you'll keep going. Yeah. So uh, for everything about marketing, favorite thing, love everything about marketing. Do I love everything about marketing? I certainly do. What tips do you have on staying focused? Don't use uh, drugs. Alpha brain by Joe Rogan. Don't <laughs> abuse drugs. 
Use uh, use Siri. Use app productivity apps. Um, use Notion. Yeah, use softwares. Come up with systems. Yeah. If you come up with systems and don't do too much, don't overextend yourself. Yeah. Stay in your strengths. Stay healthy. Stay take, with what you love. Stay healthy. Play don't golf, abuse take food and, yeah. and well, abuse you, things that make you unhealthy. The ORU mantra, right? It's, uh, spirit, mind, body. body. Stay yeah. focused on you know. And that and some students asked me, how do you balance family, work, and and life? And I just said, you just do. It's spirit, yeah. mind, body. Get it. Yeah. It's an equation. Figure it out. You're always out of whack. Get it back into whack. Yeah, it's You're a always, constant. It's, it's a moving target. Mm-hmm. Get And I explained to some of the students that, you know, at some points of, of your life, you've got a spouse, and everything changes when you have a second person that you have to consider. And then it even changes again when you have kids. Yeah. I said, and then you might have your spouse carry some of the weight that you are typically supposed to carry. A spouse is not made to carry the weight of two people. They right. can only do it in stretches. And so your human your human condition, you can only sprint in stretches. So if you can find something that's you know manageable for you, a, a pace that you can get and keep ratcheting up that pace. Each day you build, you get in motion, stay in motion, pick up your motion, the speed of your motion, and guess what? You just get faster and faster and better yeah. and better. Yeah. And then you're like me, uh, who when I drink a Red Bull, people are like, oh, God, yeah, put him in a cage. When you don't well, look, drink a Red Bull, look we Look for think ways to do more in less steps. Cut. There's always something to cut out and yeah. simplify. Efficiency. Yeah. How did you start a business? Um, I just started the business. That's exactly Same. how you I did go, it. I want to start a business. Now, how did I find a concept? That's different. Mm-hmm. Looking at a good viable concept is different. I did have Testing. to build a pitch deck. I did have to look up some financials, find things on Google, borrow money from people. I had to build a really nice pitch deck. I, it was t- trickier to find the idea I wanted to go with. You're a, you're a business major. How do you start a business? You start the business. Start by researching some ideas yeah. and see people that are doing it and call them. I start calling people that are doing it and see who's going to give you info. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If they don't, who cares? Call someone else. Yeah. Someone's going to give you a little bit of info, and then they're going to give you a keyword, and then you're going to go Google that keyword, and then you're going to find some other keywords and call some other people, and you're going to ask them about those things, and all of a sudden you're going to start developing this mental concept and a construct of how you might make it work, and, um, and then you, yeah. you know, either borrow money or, or make money or you know, you just yeah. do. What is the biggest mistake you ever made in your business? Yeah, call, I don't, calling them mistakes. I think hiring calling all of you is a points. real yeah. huge mistake. I call myself a mistake. <laughs> uh, I see Toby pointing at Dusty. Dusty is probably a big mistake. Well, no, I think he was pointing at him. I had a good, uh, good point. Oh, he was pointing at the other room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Past you. Well, hey, let's talk about red flag clients. Uh, I think that warrants okay for this question. Yeah. When you say red flag clients, though, I needed money at that time when we took on them. Took yeah. them. as you get bigger, you money. they do. As yeah. you get bigger, you real and you get to a point where you no longer have to take those red client red flag clients. I think you do look back and say, "Gosh, they just sucked energy out of us." Yeah. The best um, part is when you can start firing the clients you don't mm, want. You know, yeah. that's that's when or, you know your business is growing. Or even just giving them scopes that's like five yeah. x the hey, cost. Exactly. I will do it, but I'm not going to keep over delivering. Red flag I'm premium. Charge you Here's you the need. red flag premium yeah. built in. That's right. Yeah. Red, you know, red, there's a red flag p- premium there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't on think we've got mistakes. <laughs> I really look at everything that we've done to get here as lessons. 
Uh, they're e- you're either having lessons or you're learning. You're you're winning. So like, let's you're say you ordered twenty five hundred dollars of shirts with the wrong oh, logo. Boy. Okay, you make go. mistakes That's all the time. Lesson. <laughs> you make mistakes all the time. I have lessons. Nice. The learning. lesson is don't let Dusty order shirts. Well, I you know I guess nice you're right. Cool. I do keep <laughs> making that mistake because I keep asking you to order shirts and you keep messing up. Yeah, you're so not look, learning. I, I guess that's the mistake. Oh, if boy. you if you learn something and you repeat it, that's a mistake. That's on you. The if you learn something. What? Say it. Just reinvent. Say, but expound upon it. So, for me, I've learned from you. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it, but tell me where you're going with it. Um, you're, you reinvest in your so, a mistake you make is if you don't reinvest. At a point Taking profit too early. Yeah, risk with purpose. I like it. So a big mistake you could make is not reinvesting. And Toby or Dusty will tell you all about that. Um, you know, just wanting to pay yourself. You are always going to not pay yourself in the first parts of being a business owner. In yeah. fact, pay yourself very last, in the very least. Invest everything you've got and overcommit. And so a huge mistake Toby is saying that he's seen me do over the years is just be willing to reinvest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. You're, you're the best. Okay. <laughs> you get a raise. You get year. to keep your job. One what more day. Big, what is the biggest mistake you ever Okay, so how did you friend get his business going? My friend, he just got going. He found he learned something in a, in a grad just school class about franchising. He latched onto it. He was working for a guy that had a model that was ready to get into that. He got that guy's approval, and he went from there. He learned it in a grad school class about franchising. Awesome. Yeah. And so he just went with it. Yeah, you learn something, you connect with it, you go with it. When do you know what you wanted to do with your career. I still don't know what I want to do with my career. I just know that um, I have really connected with being a digital marketer, with being a business owner and a leader. And um, and it just jives with my personality really, really well. I think it goes back to learning. Learn about stuff that you love. I'm a career learner. Okay. Yeah. What, what what was the question? When did you know what you wanted to do with your career? I knew I wanted to be a lifetime learner. So I needed to get in a job that made that possible. Mm that made it where I could read books, research, and learn things. At the digital, in digital marketing, we're at the bleeding edge. You have no choice but to continue you learning. Have to. I think maybe that's career. I'm a career book reader. I'm, a, yeah. I'm not a career marketer. 100%. I'm a career book reader. I'm a career learner. This space allowed me to have that. Yeah, and most people, if you're going to have multiple careers, like that's you have to have that constant learning in place. And every career I've been, even as an educator, you have to keep learning. As a musician, you have to keep learning. I think if I look at these jobs, they were vehicles to allow me what to do what my career was. My career was to just keep learning. Yeah. So, so. what is your favorite aspect of digital marketing? Again, I think we mentioned this. Um, we love it all. Yeah. We love the challenges. We love the failures. We love the wins. We love uh, the process. And then uh, answered spirit, mind, body. Okay. So if someone is good with people part of marketing but would like to grow in the visual and digital aspect, what would you recommend they get involved in? Search hustle. Don't force yourself, for one. Don't try to fit a square peg into a round hole. If you're a natural people person like you, William, crush it. I mean – you know the. You I'm not know, a natural people person. Uh, well, on I'm the a natural thing. business owner person. Sure, I can relate to business owners. Yeah. Okay, but again, that's where you thrive. I found my. Yeah. My, you know. Okay. You know the my technical community. side. You know the graphic design elements and stuff like that. Right. But you also know where your strengths are, right? Which so allows me to communicate with all of you. Yeah, I mean, how miserable would you be if you were still in production and just 
doing one of those aspects versus do, doing the business owner conversations. Like you you know, I don't know if it would be miserable. It's just for me, when it came time to scale, scaling came upon me and I had no choice but to scale. Mm. I just had no choice but to become scalable. And becoming scalable meant I could no longer do the web development. I had to have a web developer. I could no longer do the technical SEO. I could. Uh, I never got into advertising. I had to have somebody that was willing to learn those things. I never got into video production. I had to have a guy that yeah. that was in those things. And so, oh, yeah. And so I built the team. Insane. I know the overarching principles. Um, and where a client needs to go and how to move the needle and what's going to happen in the long run for them if we stick to, you know, it, it's just my story. Like we leave a shore and we're heading to the other shore. We're not going to see that shore for 90 days. That's digital marketing. We may never see what we do for years for a client, but one day it is absolutely going to pay off because we did those things over and over again. We ratcheted up. We used a strategy and an equation, and we knew that that equation would get us to the other side. We yeah. saw that with one of our clients, a mechanic shop. We were just talking about oh, yeah, the car shop. Yeah. yesterday where, like, man, it has been – they're getting leads and leads and leads Crazy leads now. Crazy leads. You talking yeah. about – What's his name? Yeah. It Dude. took yeah. a while, and it took the it client – It took a while. It took me convincing him that we knew what we were doing. Yeah, like, right. let it sit, man. Relax. Relax, my yeah. man. I know yeah. it's been a year, but yeah. trust me, this is going to pay handsomely. Yep. And look at the leads that come in from that site. I mean, we yeah, we stuck to our guns and our process, yep. and it worked. It works. So if some if someone is good, okay. So are you saying that if you are serious about your career, you can't have fun? I don't even know where anyone would have gotten that from me. That's just ridiculous. I play ping pong all day. Yeah, <laughs> he's on a boat. Man. I'm he's on, on a, a boat, boat all the time. <laughs> In fact, I think if you're serious about your career is the best way to have fun. 100%. Get serious about being good at what you do, and you will have a blast. Yeah. Should work I hard, hard. work hard, play hard? Should I consider not doing business if some of the things you are saying um, <laughs> are intimidating to me? Uh-oh. No, what did you What did you a, say? You're just a freshman. Yeah. Everything's yeah. going to be intimidating yeah, at this point. Everything's intimidating until you do it. Yeah, no, so business has intimidated me. Yep, that, that makes sense. Yep, so I came in knowing I was going to become a business owner, and the more I learned and thought, I thought, I am just going to fail. It's just, yeah. just such a crapshoot. So right. that's when I switched to medical because I thought I could learn a, a process and turn around and sell it for yeah. high cost. And, and she, was, I don't know who, guy or girl, but they need a mentorship. Mentors, Join some sort of yeah, business people mentorship. That can, mentorships somebody. is it. Like somebody that can just being in a thought leadership group will really help you know if you're if you're mentally equipped equipped for this. Um, yeah, things should scare you, and, and then you know as you start to pivot and move, you realize ah that was just yeah. not a real scare. Fear that was just a fear. Bad. That was yeah. just a fake fear. Yeah, you know fear is so hilarious. What tips do you have to catch one's attention and keep them drawn in? Pay attention. Put your phone away. Put your computer away. Give them focus value. Focus on A. If A is in front of you, focus on A. Yeah. If B is in front of you, focus on B. Only focus on what's right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, don't try to focus too far ahead because then, you know, the more, as Americans, we wear 50 hats at any given time. I'm a dad. I'm a mom. I'm a boss. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, you know, working for a client. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a boater. I'm a ping pong player. And for my rule is that if the more hats I have on at any given time, the more I'm awful. At any time, you know, Dave's like, hey, I need you to put your SEO hat on. Let's talk about this. And then Dusty's trying to make me throw on an advertising hat. And Toby's over here mad because we're doing it differently than we all talked about doing it. And he needs me to throw on an organizational hat. 
well, then I'm awful all, at all three things. Right. So if I'm, I force myself to rip off all hats and do one hat at a time, I'm super focused. And if uh, you can't do it, you'll have somebody in your team that can. Have yep. Lindsay come and organize this. Exactly. What mistakes can you make in digital marketing? You can make some huge ones. Okay, where, um, where should the line be drawn for marketing? For marketing? I mean, I think that everyone needs marketing. Yeah. Are you talking more morally? Like, where should Christians? Because I think, you know, cigarette companies need marketing. <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, you know, all these bad things out in the uh, the world that we know as Christians, you know, we're not yeah. supposed to partake of or be a part of, I think they need marketing. Like, so, like, where should the line be drawn for marketing? You talking morally, Where should what should I be willing to market? You should know that yourself. No, and look, you um, know it's yourself. about results. It's a binary game. You're either, the marketing's either working or it's not, and... Don't forget, marketers ruin everything. But where's we the find line? something that Where, works. The, what is the line? What does it even mean? I, yeah, I think how hard do you, how far do you push it? How far do you push your is marketing? It, is the question like, should you create wants in people with marketing, or mm. should you just market to those desires and wants that are already there? I think wants and desires are are created by yeah. America. We're a capitalist company. You might think that they were there at birth, but no, something is creating a want or desire in right. somebody. It's all marketing. All marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Big mistake. A huge mistake in marketing. You're right. Is not first starting with you know what are your goals, what are your needs, and what are the needs and goals of your clients, and really starting with that information is has been a mistake that we've made in the past. Knowing what they're wanting and needing. Um, what are we trying to accomplish? Skipping if you don't steps. know what you're trying to accomplish, you skip steps. Um, you try to do too much for a client that isn't paying enough. You can make mistakes there. That can overextend your team and make you both unhappy. How should you budget when it comes to marketing? Um, try to look at industry standards. Try to figure out what people are spending. Try to work. Try to figure out how much you need to spend to have the growth you need. How we can only handle so many contracts at once. If I crack open fifty thousand a month in ads, we would never be able to close those leads, and that would be a waste of money. Right now, if I crack open a couple K, and I've got you know more and more SEO we add and we get leads, well then I have to then ask the question: Am I ready to scale, add new people to the team? Because there it takes a long time to learn SEO and be good at it. It could take a year or two yep. with no experience. Or if someone's coming in with experience, they're going to be making some ex, uh, some assumptions that we kind of need to know those assumptions. Yeah. How are they doing it and how they've seen it done? Because we may not agree with those things. Um, and so, yeah, when you know how should you budget, well, you just do. You, you budget marketing, advertising. That's a part of, that's a part of the growth pro, uh, you know, equation. Return on investment. Marketing is an investment. Certainly, are there are marketing things that you you know don't put the horse before the buggy. Don't buy things that you can't capitalize on. Don't try one-off things. Try to be more holistic. Uh, you think of your digital footprint first, and always, always, always consult before you make big decisions. Yeah. We're the consultants now, but we also occasionally have to consult other people um, on new things that we're testing or trying. How do you train yourself to be more likable? I think biblically, it's kind of a, a thing. I think, you know, you, you more likable. Okay, so here's why I say that. I think more likable, more influence. And what is, you know, if, if you are that and you, and you do follow right. that, what does it say? Don't lose your influence with other people. Right. The, wor the worst thing you can do is lose your influence with another person. That, to me, is like the... Uh, 
that's like a massive line you don't cross. And if we already know likability is a mental trigger to um, having um, – what was the word I used? Having um, influence. influence. Well, then likability is important. Now, I'm yeah. not naturally very likable, but I am personally trying to work on it. Yeah, so – and it really is be all things all people. Like try to find a way to become legal, likable. People, now, if granted – If you listen, people will tell you what's important to them. Yeah, I, and that's another trick I try to use is if I can just find one thing that they like that I can talk to them about, we'll have a connection. Now, there are some yeah. people I just can't stand, and I don't even try. Let's be honest. There are just some people that way, and that's on me. You know? yeah. so my no, take, but that's fair. That's You're going to have people like that in your life. people that I don't am not waste your time. to connect with. It's yeah. just reality. And you don't waste your time. I will make them unhappy trying, and I will make myself unhappy trying. Yep. So do you invest in anything other than your company? You invest in people. You invest in Ooh, our, us. You invest, invest in, our, in people. You invest Ooh, in our... I like that. You, you invest in my education. I knew nothing about this yeah, before. No, so. Yeah, no, still don't, but you'll... Uh, <laughs> crypto. <laughs> I invest in your... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Your um, uh, when you have confidence, I invest in your confidence. Did you like that investment? You Still uh, don't. I mean, I think I'm negative in my confidence. You invested no, in your uh, <laughs> t-shirt decision making <laughs> abilities. Oh, okay, yeah. So invest in people. Invest in people. Uh, anything other than your company, invest in people. I, I don't. I invest but in my company. That's where you flip I invest from in being people. like. You're like you guys aren't my company. You nah, work for Nozak right. Consulting. You are humans. I invest in you guys. Um, and you could immediately leave here and take what I've invested in to you and go somewhere else, and I would lose that investment. And you know what? I would be totally fine with it because I did my part. I thought mm -hmm. you were going to say you're going to Oh, sad. I would be totally angry because it would be a huge, get, a huge hole to fill. But at the same time, I did my part. I invested in yeah. humans. Mm -hmm. uh, you can I, control you. You can't control others. And one others. day I will invest in automation to replace you humans. Okay, so okay. – <laughs> you can Dogecoin to the six, to the moon. What is the uh, name of your podcast? Search Hustle. Search You're hustle. listening to it. What right class now. did you take that your teacher said you had great research? It was a grad class called Marketing Research, I think, or something like that. It was a research named class. It was incredible. And what books were you able to take away from that class? They're still on my shelf. I think uh, Get Rich Click, I think, was one. Um, how to use the web at that time. I and mean, we were talking 10 years ago. So amazing. I just read those books. And now I have similar books to that um, that are just, you know, show how the world has changed from, from the web. And I also get some book recommendations. We gave some of those. What mm -hmm. is a book that you learn the most from right now? Because I'm reading it, The Brower Quadrant. I think it would shock your life off. Um, in regard to finance and how money works, uh, Rich Man in Babylon, also mm -hmm. Dance in the End Zone, how to pass a business, how to handle um, being a passer, a seller, and a seller, and a passer. Um, having that, that book has been really good for me. Of course, any book from business owners that are in marketing are usually pretty good. Business owners in general, leaders in general, good communicators. Yeah. I've read Communication, Communication, Communication. I've read The Five Love Languages, probably one of the biggest and best business books I've ever read. Uh, the Art of War, I've read that four or five times. I apply all of those things when I'm in business. Um, there are just a lot of great books that I've taken those lessons and said, now how does this apply to business? Yeah. Robert Kiyosaki's great. Uh, the Cashflow Quadrant, I learned from one of his books. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, 21st Century Business or something like that. I don't know. Do you have a mentor? What are your thoughts on mentors? I, I read a lot of books. I think we talked about that. That uh, What is digital marketing? Not APA style, but conversational. Digital marketing? It's not a college. Like colleges are APA, MLA, Turabian. That's a yeah. college thing. No one's it's grading your thing. marketing. 
there isn't a standard and there never will be for the web. It's just conversational, good English, good grammar. Toby can give us a lesson on good English and good grammar. It's called Grammarly. <laughs> uh, why is email marketing one of the best marketing strategies just is? Can you um, and get some emails and find out? You, you see yeah. what the open rates yeah. are and see why it is because you have direct access. People interface with it. Y you know, why don't you go and get the answer for yourself? Oh my gosh, you can well, grow your business exponentially. Well, think of one of our clients, our gun client. You know, right. they're always wanting to hit these numbers. And so when we said, we said, let us do some email marketing for you, they have people that buy their product, yep. that love their product. Like, Crazy. why haven't we been selling them, sending them deals and information every single month? And when we start doing that for them, boom, spikes, Bam, boom, yep. spikes. Immediately. They're, they're captive. Yeah. Yep, so we've got good information from Google Analytics. We understand things about their psychographics, their demographics, and now we've got captured end users, buyers or potential buyers. could be different groups or the same group. Uh, but it's just better, and it's just interesting. It always it, produces. Think about impressions, like when it comes to ads. Like you could pay 8 or $10 and get, and it'll tell you, Oh, this will this much money a day will get you three hundred impressions. But you're trying to build a contact but list. But your email list is fifteen hundred people. To Just send right. it to those people. Yeah. So you're paying for ads, you're doing SEO, you're meeting people to get a email list. Yep. Exactly. That's why the email list is the most important thing, because that's what everything's trying to do, is get a contact list. Yep. So that's why. Uh, can you briefly share your first few experiences when you start your business? Um yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. It's uh, costly. You um, you have different runways for uh, profitability depending upon what type of business. You have different runways for how much, how many hours you can work, especially if you have a spouse or kids. Um, you have different runways if you have uh, investors or partners, and what how much of the, you know if you, the worst thing you could do is partner with someone that just has the same skill set as you, or really is really not that interested in growing what you're trying to grow. Sometimes you do those things in the short run, and you learn, you know, that there's better partners out there. And then, um, so, a few experiences, picking partners, learning how to do those things, get money, save money, how to um, get a value chain of, of per service providers, how to get products, how to find locations, how to go through red tape, how to get, um, you know, things done with the cities, and how to, and then how to brand market, and how to run a back end from book bookkeeping um, with QuickBooks all the way to doing the P&L, the balance sheet. It's just a blast. But then when you start getting cash flow, then you just can't grow and do all those things good. So then you start building a team and start building yourself back further into the back of the office and eventually hopefully outside of the business. Um, and so, yeah, it's exciting. It, it, what's not exciting is when there's just not enough money and the, and then the work never ends and you can't afford people to help you and you know it could be successful but your runway is running out you know you've got bills to pay and that's when it's not fun and, and i've been there um so really timing is a big big part of it mm -hmm. i think one of the experiences i have is that is timing is a huge part of, of successful business like you guys have seen multiple businesses i've ran in the last 10 15 years and really it's all a lot of it is timing the right timing yeah so last question what are your favorite things about marketing i think i love it all I love succeeding. I love learning things that don't work. I learning. I love learning things that do work because um, it just gives makes us more authoritative. Um, I love how much it changes. 
I always feel like I'm like in one of those like murder podcasts where you're trying to figure out the who done it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a game you're, of clue. You're just yeah, you're constantly trying to figure out. It's not this. The we're algorithm. doing it earlier today. Right. Yeah. Well, if it's yeah. not this, then what is it? Get me an answer. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're following clues and breadcrumbs and hints that Google's mm-hmm. giving you, but they're not going to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the parable of the cave. I see the, the I see the people moving against the cave, and I think it's humans, and I, or I think it's this or that. But then when I get outside the cave and the sun's on, and I'm like, oh, it was a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was not what I thought. <laughs> scientific, scientific method is such a blast. Yeah, yeah. We we apply it every day here. Hypothesis making, hypothesis breaking. Here's what I think it is. Oh, it's not that. Here's what I think it is. Oh, it's not that. Here's what I think it is. Oh, it's not that. It's this. Yep. Well, those are the Q and A's from the class. I think they're pretty good. Hope that discussion's helpful and fun for somebody. Thanks for listening to the Search Hustle podcast. If you're interested in learning more about digital marketing and taking your knowledge to the next level, be sure to check out searchhustle.com. We've got tons of free content, stuff that we use every week to market businesses as well as our in-depth digital marketing course. Start your search hustle today at searchhustle.com.